0: Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you as always today. Today, we have another very special guest interview. We are talking to Mairead Kennedy. Mairead is an inner voice facilitator and virtual assistant. She's a natural planner who's learning that her life's purpose is to go with the flow. Following her inner voice, Mairead has led a life she couldn't have planned. She has spent the past few years as a digital nomad, working on her laptop and house-sitting adorable pets in beautiful properties across Europe. Discovering her inner voice changed the way Mairead experiences life, and now her passion is helping others discover and dive deep into the peace and joy of their own inner voice." I am so excited for you all to meet Mairead. Mairead is one of our incredible members in our holistic business, Mistress Mind. And she's also a certified inner voice facilitator with Jess Lively. And she is just a beautiful soul. And her story is so inspiring. I'm really diving in deep with her today, all about how she uses her own inner voice in her life and in her business, and also all things traveling and house sitting. I was really interested personally to talk about house-sitting because I love exploring alternative ways of living and working in the world, right? There are so many possibilities for all of us. The problem is we just don't allow our mind to expand and be open as to how to make things possible for us. So Mairead's story, including her virtual assistant work with her business, is a beautiful example of how we can earn a salary, we can have a business, we can travel the world and do it in this way that we've never, ever imagined before. So I'm really excited for all of you to feel super inspired at the end of this episode. I've got to say, after recording the conversation with Mairead, I was like, that's it. I need to travel again. And I'm really excited today to let you all know that that is something that's coming up for me very soon. I just wanted to also share something before we dive into this episode that came up really strongly uh, recently. I've been doing a lot of consultation calls with so many of you about working together in 2021 in my holistic business mistress mind and in other opportunities I have. And it's been so wonderful to connect with you all and something that came through really strongly and also then in a parallel way uh, came through in my own life was this lesson about if we want to do something what our mind does is it immediately says no. So for all of you, when you have clients and we know about objections, the first thing that our clients will say, and this is because our mind is conditioned to look for the reasons why we can't do the things we want, especially when it involves our up-leveling and expansion. Our mind immediately goes to all the reasons why we can't. And what is behind that that motivation to do that is fear, right? Our mind is scared of our expansion. It's always our power. It's always our expansion it's always stepping into the life that we want that our mind is scared of simply because it's new simply because it's something we haven't experienced before simply because it's not familiar and so it's so natural that our mind feels scared and because of that the mind then looks for okay what are some what are some reasons that we could use that this person the person whose mind it is that this person will Believe Right. So then it draws on all of our like sort of blind spots and things like money and time and needing to ask permission from our partner um, or have that conversation with a loved one is these are the common objections that come up for both ourselves and our clients when we're thinking of investing in ourselves or taking that next step. And so it's totally natural. This is just what happens. And it's our job as the coaches and as the people holding space for our clients who want to step up, it's our job to be able to see, oh, hey, this is just coming from a place of fear and it's totally normal. But that's not the truth, right? Our job is to question, not to question our clients in a way where we don't believe them, but just to ask, you know, is this the best way of moving forward? Have you considered any other options? Because of course we never want to make our decisions from a place of fear. If you continue to make decisions from a place of fear, you know where you stay exactly where you are and you, or at the very least you don't move forward, right? And you don't move forward and expand in the way that's possible for you. And it's all because we're, we don't want to feel a physical sensation in our body. It's just so wild, right? So we've got to know that as coaches, but even when we do know this, what happens is we automatically, the mind goes into all the reasons why we can't. So we do not even ask for what we want. Yeah. So if you have a desire to do something, like, and we can use the example of wanting to uh, work with someone in 2021 to hold that space for you to up-level. You know, you want that support. You know, you want that guidance. Have you even asked the universe? Have you asked your, what I love to call the energetic squad team? Have you asked yourself, have you asked your inner voice on how you can make that possible? Have you asked for support? Whenever I invest in myself and my business, whenever I want to uh, up-level or or I have a desire, I ask for what I want. I don't ask for why it's not possible. I ask, how can I make this possible? Universe, please support me to up level in this way. Please send me the resources. Please send me the opportunities and support. Please send me a sign, right? Whatever it is, I'm asking for what I want. Now we cannot receive what we desire unless we ask for it. It's just the way it goes because immediately you're blocking all of the ways that it is possible off, right? You're just, you're those, those possibilities are there. You're just looking for all the reasons why they're not possible. So Whenever you're thinking of investing in yourself, whenever you're thinking of um, exploring a new chapter, whenever you're thinking of pivoting in some way, ask yourself, train yourself to ask for how it's possible and to also ask for support, right? Energetically from the universe. And you will start to find solutions appear for you. Now, how this showed up in my life recently in a parallel way was that I want, I want to travel, right? I want to leave the country and go somewhere else. And I have been told by lots of people around me that it's not possible that my application would be rejected because here in Australia, we have a travel ban. So you have to apply from the government to get permission to travel. And so although my inner voice was telling me to travel and telling me where to go and when I would go and all of these beautiful things, and it's also something that I'm doing um, by myself as well, right? So not with my partner. So there's more stories there for my mind to latch onto and have, um, and to create all the reasons why not to. So I had this very clear guidance. And then just as the moment, like I have an apartment to live in, I have everything flowed for me to support me with this move. And just before I was about to submit my application, all of my mind's doubts came in, right? It was like, no, uh, you know, your reason isn't good enough. This is so silly. What are you doing? Like all of the fear came in. And so I almost had I listened to my mind, I would not have even submitted the application, right? Which in this case is the ask. I wouldn't have even asked the universe for the opportunity to do what I wanted to do. Okay. Luckily I did move through the fear. Cause I know <laughs> fear is always with me and present. You know, she's along for the ride and it's totally okay. So I submitted my application with a lot of doubt at the same time, within 24 hours, my application was approved to travel. And now, and now we have this beautiful unfolding happening for me, which is amazing. So within the space of 24 hours, I had the confirmation from the universe about what I wanted. Everything isn't flowing and, unfolding, and but I realized I almost cut myself off from even asking. And this is what we do, you know, when we're like applying for awards and things like that. You know, we don't apply if we don't think we, we, can, we're, we're, we could become a finalist or we could win. And so we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to be recognized. We do this to ourselves in literally all aspects of our life and particularly when it comes to investing in ourselves, So uh, the reason I wanted to share this story for you all is just to remind you to ask for what you want. (laughs) If you see an opportunity that you want to take in life, ask the universe to allow it to happen and then allow yourself to be surprised about how easeful and magical it can be the way that the universe sends the support to you. Don't cut yourself off from the opportunities that you want. You are an abundant being and you can create the life that you want. Okay, everybody, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode with Mairead. Hey, Mairead, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Letitia. Thanks so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here.
0: I'm so excited and delighted to have you here as well. So to get us started, can you let our beautiful listeners know a little bit about you and who you serve in the world today? Sure.
1: I serve um, women who feel drawn to look within, who are looking for more soul alignment, their inner world and their outer world to be more in alignment. And my story um, has taken a lot of twists and turns <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning, um, but it has flowed to um, saying yes to lots of opportunities um, that came my way and through circumstances of friends started pet sitting and knew I wanted to travel, but was letting um, the fear of a lot of things kind of Hold me back from taking those steps to, to follow kind of what I was dreaming to do. And then um, I was diagnosed with uh, serious skin cancer, and it was kind of a wake up moment. Um, luckily, everything went well. I had treatment and I'm cancer free. But it was really a um, kind of moment where that fear of I might not have enough, any time left to do these things um, overpowered the fear of the other fears that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of jump started. The uh, current life I'm living, um, where I've been traveling for the last few years, nomadically, digital nomad, um, house-sitting, and living in places I never could have dreamed or planned before, Um, and so that
0: has brought me to 2020. (laughs) And brought you to a year where we can't travel anymore, but you are living abroad still. You're joining us from London today. How interesting. I love your story there. Um, our bodies are so incredible with the way they help us to come back into alignment um, with whatever that life is that we're meant to be living. And I also believe, like, back into alignment with our purpose, i.e. being ourselves, our true selves. So your story is very inspirational for everybody to hear because, I can imagine that would have been a really um, stressful time going through that experience, and I'm so glad that it led you to feeling more aligned with the path that you're meant to be on.
1: Everything happens for a reason. It's all part of the journey. It's uh, hard to see it in the moment, but looking back, um, it's easier to be grateful for those moments where you, you can't really see it the, at the time where it's leading, but it's all leading to, um, to greater things.
0: Hmm. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Mairead, I'd love to know a little bit more about traveling as a digital nomad, because this is an area that you have a lot of actual experience in. And I know so many of our listeners will really love to hear your take on it because you really follow your inner voice. So I'd love to first know how you came to be really connected with the inner voice. And then how that's helped you with traveling and being a digital nomad?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if I hadn't started. It it's kind of started around the same time as my digital nomad journey is when I discovered um, the inner voice through Jess Idley's podcast. Through um, funny, funny circumstances that it's I'd never listened to a podcast before. Someone had mentioned it in a group, and I happened to be um, had. Uh, booked a one-way flight to London for a house sit for two months. That was my, my big leap. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do after that. I didn't have a plan. I just thought I'd go back to my hometown of Nashville after. Um, but while I was in London, I was walking these two adorable dogs on Hampstead Heath. Um, and I had all this time every day, an hour every day, where I um, was walking. And so I saw this comment of someone recommending Jess's podcast and I thought oh well now I have this time to listen to it I might as well um, give it a try and she uh, introduced me to Inner Voice Um, and so I think the um, uncertainty I'm a natural um, planner I like Mm -hmm. to have a plan and kind of know what's going to happen Um, and so I think the uncertainty of a digital nomad life I don't know that I would have been Sustained it without the inner voice work. It's really been an mm-hmm. integral part um, of my moving around and being going with the flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, after that house sit in London, which ended up being extended for another few months, um, I had been working with my inner voice for uh, that time and kind of diving deeper into that connection and trust of myself, my own inner wisdom. Um, and the flow of the universe, and and just basically that everything will be okay, gave me that um, the kind of strength and the courage to um, just see where the next house it came from. Um, and so I ended up move going to um, this beautiful Georgian house in the mountains of Ireland for a few months, and then back to a different place in London for a few months, and Christmas time Christmas markets in Edinburgh Mm -hmm. and so having that kind of I'm not sure where I'm gonna go next and there's the constant questions of um, family and friends like well where are you going after this this house it and it's gotten easier and easier as I've been on this inner voice journey to really be confident in myself and say I'm not sure yet but (laughs) but I'm sure Mm -hmm. something will will flow and will turn up um, which I think to the mind can be quite scary Um, because I I do like longer houses. So typically I will look for ones that are about two months, six Mm -hmm. weeks, two months, um, because then I can really experience a city experience, um, a culture without the, um, having to pack up and move every, (laughs) every few days and, and really settle in, um, and one thing I've noticed is that I think a lot of people have this idea, and I'm, I know I have in the past, is that if I, like, say, um, you live somewhere that where there's no beach and you think, oh, if I just live by the beach, I'd be so much happier, my life would be so different. And I think in some small ways it is, but I, th- I think a lot of people will make that move and then expect their life to just become so much better better and experience so much more happiness automatically because they've moved locations and it's been an interesting experience for me to really dive deeply into the where, wherever you go you're bringing you with you so the you that was in that place that wasn't very happy or you know if you're in an apartment and and some things are broken and you don't really like it and it's too dark and those are kind of the things that you focus on and then you might move to another place and it seems great for the first few weeks, but then pretty soon you find yourself like zeroing in on the things that you don't really like mm-hmm. about it. So it's really about the kind of like foundational mindset and the way that you look at things, as opposed to the location that you're in. Basically, you follow yourself yeah. <laughs> to, the, to these problems that you have, you are following you to these new locations um, until you can um, work on the alignment of your own kind of inner wisdom and seeing locations from your inner voice's eyes rather than your mind's eyes that's, that is programmed to look for problems. So um, I've been really lucky. I've been for uh, house sits in Penthouse in Budapest. Um, the, parliament, the most beautiful parliament building in Europe was where I we used to walk the dog every day. Um, a beautiful cocker spaniel named Mitzi. And um lots of different places in London I love London as a city it's been a a bit different during COVID when everything's closed (laughs) it's still a great place to be um and Ireland and and Vienna and and just really unsurprising places that also with house sitting you get to be in a local's home so Mm -hmm. um much different than just like a holiday somewhere you're really getting to experience like the neighborhood, um, going grocery shopping, things like that. Um, so it's and and bringing the dog for a walk in local parks, getting that green space, even if you're in a city. Um, so house sitting has been a really enjoyable um,
0: lifestyle for the past few years. Mm. And London has so many amazing parks. They're just hidden, and then suddenly there's a huge park just around the corner. It's pretty amazing for a huge city. Um, I love what you just mentioned there about you follow yourself everywhere you go. And I know because um, I grew up in a family where we just moved all all of the time when things got hard, when there were problems, we just moved. And I suspect that that's why I really enjoy traveling a lot because I'm really used to that and I'm a bit of a chameleon. I can sort of just slot in wherever, but you're right. There's the initial like excitement of moving and then being in the new place and then you meet yourself again and those same any issues, if there's any boredom or anything like that, they're going to um, raise their head again. And that's been a really interesting journey for me t- uh, as well. So I, l- I just really appreciate you mentioning that there. Um, so j- I'd just be keen to, I'm curious to know rather than keen, <laughs> I'm curious to know what has helped you to meet yourself when you real- had that realisation that you find yourself at yeah. these locations? <laughs> <laughs> when you realise your
1: your problems have followed you to this new location. <laughs> um, I think it's really about the, the best thing that has helped me is really focusing on the on the present. So in um, the Eckhart Tolle book, The Power of Now, I think it's been the most transformational um, for me in that journey because it's really about um am I at ease in this moment and focusing on because the mind likes to look for problems so it's looking it's worrying about the future so really focusing on this moment that I'm in like if I'm bringing the dog for a walk somewhere and my mind is thinking about oh I need to um all these things that are running through it about things that I need to do and need to be thinking about and should be doing and um I can't forget about that um and because it also is a a, quite a responsibility to be in charge of someone's home and pets and everything. So you're like thinking, but don't want to forget anything. But then if I'm walking the dog and I'm just think, okay, but in this moment, am I at ease in this moment? And then just, it brings you so intensely into that moment about what's exactly around you, the flowers on the sidewalk that you weren't even noticing as you walked by that are, have just bloomed. And um, I think it's really about bringing that awareness. Um, in because the mind can't, the mind is in the future and the past, I think as Eckhart Tolle says. So it doesn't really um have anything to say about the present moment. That's really where your kind of inner voice and soul lives. And so I think become really breathing, focusing on the breath and being in the present moment has really helped me.
0: Mm, and then that also, of course, helps you to connect to your inner voice, which also lives in the present. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, I'd love to touch on house-sitting because I have thought about um, house-sitting in the past, but I was really scared to do that um, by myself though, or maybe with with my partner and sort of feeling confused about all of the different websites and options and all of the things. Uh, How do you navigate the house-sitting part of your journey? Yeah, I use the biggest
1: website platform around at the moment is com. Mm-hmm. So I've been a member on there for a few years. Um, and I started uh, in my hometown because I was actually helping a family friend pet sit. And I just thought it was the best job in the world to hang out with dogs and get paid for it. <laughs> and so um, and then I found out about international housing where people do this um you know there's it varies some people are looking for a house sitter for one night or for six months so um it's really for for any kind of um length that you can imagine and situation um remote cabin or um city center penthouse so Mm -hmm. it's really can can suit a lot of different um preferences um but trusted house sitters is um based in the UK so I'd say the majority of their listings are in the UK but they also have big um, populations or postings in Australia and New Zealand Mm. and the US um, and and throughout Europe Uh, and yeah I mean all over you'll see Middle East and Singapore and everywhere um, Thailand but it's a yearly membership and it's I don't remember what it is, but it's like the cost of one night in a hotel. So it's (laughs) if you're using it for any kind of length of time, it's definitely worth having a look. And you can have a look at the sits that are available without becoming a member just to see if there's anything that kind of suits what you're looking for to see if it's worth um, delving deeper into it. But I did um, start in my hometown because. Mm -hmm. Um, I was used to going and meeting the people and, and going and getting a tour of the house and meeting the animals before Mm -hmm. I would commit to a house sitter before it would happen. And so the idea of doing it online was a, a, one of those mind fears. And so I, um, did, I found some, uh, postings that were in my hometown of Nashville and I did those. And so I got to go meet the people and the dog beforehand and they went really well. They were lovely couples um and lovely animals and so then they were kind enough to give me good reviews on the website and then you some so the um there's a lot of because it's the biggest platform it has the most postings but then there's also a lot of competition for sits <laughs> so you wanna get some um some of those first sits to get uh reviews and then when you apply for future sits um it catch the it catches the eye of the people who are looking for a sitter So, um, yeah, and then I, I went to, there was a sit in, in Dublin, which, um, most of my family live in Ireland. So I said, okay, I'm going to try this where I've never met them. I've never met the dog, but my family's there as my support system if it doesn't go well. Um, but it went, I mean, I've only had great experiences house sitting, um, and on trusted house sitters. So, uh, yeah. I would highly recommend if you're interested in house sitting, um, mm-hmm. checking it out.
0: Yeah, that's so cool and so fun. So, when you're looking, do you use your inner voice for the places that you select? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I definitely
1: check in with my inner voice because it can be overwhelming too. There's so many mm-hmm. postings. Now, COVID has changed things a little bit, but <laughs> typically there'd be so many postings and I could. Be thinking um you know I could I could be going to boot in Hungary or Sweden or the UK it, for the mind it gets quite overwhelming so I really mm-hmm. tune into my inner voice to even say when you know should I check trusted house sitters right now should I Is this a good time to look at it um is this a good and then I'll go if, if I see one that kind of catches my eye I'll go through and look at the um the profile and I will ask my inner voice, is this a good fit? Is this a good time? Should I apply? Um, And for example, um, last winter, I had spent the previous winter, the majority of it in Edinburgh, and it was gorgeous, but the weather was quite miserable. (laughs) (laughs) It was very cold. And so my mind really didn't want to be in Europe or um, for this past winter. Um, and so I wasn't looking for a house. I was kind of planning to try to go to the Southern hemisphere in my mind for, (laughs) um, for last winter. And then I was contacted. So once you have a profile on Trust houses, people can also send you a message. I was contacted by a lovely woman who lived in London. They were leaving to go to a second home, um, in Florida for the whole winter. And she was looking for a house sitter. And my mind was kind of like, I don't want to spend the winter in the UK. I, <laughs> but I checked in with my inner voice and it said, you know, message her back and, and see where it goes. And um, so I did. And I had we had like a little trial sit where I did, if, uh, I think, a two week sit last October. And um, it was a beautiful little poodle named Eloise. Yeah. And the family were just lovely. She was, um, she was a rescue poodle. And they uh, lived in this really beautiful part of London in Chelsea, um, and they they were just a very. Um, it was more of like family friends kind of feeling. Like from every interaction that I had with them, they were just lovely. But I but I went to the U.S. for a wedding, and I was um, you know we were we said uh, in a few weeks um, we'll make a decision about if I'm going to commit to this winter in London, and I I really. I wasn't sure. And I checked in with my inner voice and it gave, my inner voice said, yes, this is the right, you know, Mm. say yes. So (laughs) my mind was a little, um, resistant because (laughs) of the, the weather, but I said, yes, everything lined up. I was in, um, Chelsea with Eloise for January, February and meant to be until the middle of April when the pandemic hit. Mm. And, um, It's hard to explain compared to other houses how, why this one was the best one to be in for the pandemic. But if I had been in the Southern Hemisphere when the pandemic hit, if I had my own, so I was in London, all my family's in Ireland, Mm -hmm. my brother was in Austria, I felt very safe. I felt very. Even though I didn't know how long I was going to be there, the couple who were in Florida just decided to stay put. I said, okay, I'll stay here with Eloise. And it felt very easy and flowy. I felt such in a, like a, a good place to be in a undecided, undetermined amount of time. Um, And you know, the, just the, the weather was great actually Mm -hmm. here. (laughs) We had the sunniest spring ever, (laughs) I think on record in London. Um, So it was really trusting my inner voice Mm
0: -hmm. that led me
1: to that situation. Um, I ended up being there for seven and a half months and I can think of other houses I've been in, which were great, but would have been a very different circumstance for that pandemic situation. And so I know that my inner voice really (laughs) won over my mind on getting me into that situation where I couldn't have um, expected (laughs) a pandemic to hit and for that to happen. So, um yes I definitely tune into my inner voice for all house sitting questions all <laughs> and it's a great way to play with your inner voice because um you know if you're uh, making a decision quite frequently about where you're going to be living for the next few months where you're going or a few weeks or whatever um you can really tell whether you've tuned into your inner voice or not <laughs> mm, okay. so it's a, it's a really good way to
0: play with it and to fine-tune it Ah, that's super cool. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it with us. And, um, yeah, Mike, because the inner voice always has a much, um, I don't know what the word is, but the perspective is not just hear what we know from the past. It's, like, all-encompassing. So it knows things that we don't know. And um, and that's why it sends us in certain directions that make no sense to the mind And yeah, I had a similar experience this year with um, the pandemic because I was over in Cambodia in uh, February and my partner and I were thinking, you know, do we come back? Do we go to Sydney? Do we move somewhere else? Do we go travel around um, Asia? Like, what do we do? And I just was like, I I really feel maybe we should go back to Sydney. And I don't usually say that because um, I love being somewhere other than where I've grown up. And, and, And then we had this opportunity just flow in the next day for a place to live in. And so I took, I knew that was a sign. And that's how I ended up here. And little did I know that then the pandemic would hit. And Australia has been a really beautiful place for me to be, obviously, because all of my family are here and um, we had a place that we could live in easily. And yeah, it's um, and lots of space, which <laughs> when I was in London, you know, our, our uh, apartment was a lot smaller. So it would have been very interesting staying there. Um, but yeah, the inner voice knows it goes beyond our minds. And when we follow that, it we in hindsight, it all makes sense. But at the time, you're so right, the mind is <laughs> confused and very judgmental and, and all of the things. So that's a really cool story. And oh, I also just wanted to touch on that the decision overwhelm when you're moving constantly, you sort of um, alleviate all of that by just allowing your inner voice to decide. I found that when booking accommodation just for holidays, <laughs> absolutely when there's so many
1: choices the mind and I'm um, a questioner uh, personality type and so I like to do all the research and it can take me a really long time to make decisions um, and I can get overwhelmed (laughs) Um, so the inner voice work has been just transformational to be able to just tune in and go okay this is this, my internal wisdom, my inner being has led me in the right direction before. I'm just going to trust it and not get so overwhelmed in all these other choices.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. What helps you as well with, um, when you first arrive in a new place and it's all new and you feel maybe not so confident as if you're in a place that's familiar. I know we've got the inner voice there, but is there anything else that really helps you to, to anchor you in, When you first arrive into a new place?
1: Mm, Interesting question. Um, Well, I I think the inner voice definitely helps in that situation as well. But above and beyond the inner voice, um, it's really lovely to talk to locals. So Mm -hmm. especially if you're house sitting or if you're staying in an Airbnb, talking to the host, letting them um, kind of guide you on because they, they live in this place, they kind of, you know, they can give you all the insider information. So I love talking to locals, I love seeing, you know, where is their favorite place park to walk in, what's their favorite restaurant, and they'll give you information that you'd never find on Google Maps or, you know, um, sort of on your own. And I also just love wandering, especially if I'm house-sitting with a dog that has to go for a walk. I'll just and I'll play with my inner voice and get to an intersection and say left or right, mm. um, and so that can lead to uh, really magical discoveries to little little pockets or little corners um, that just feel um, kind of off the beaten track. Mm. Um, and I think that really helps too. Just kind of going for walks and um,
0: getting to know the area really helps me feel comfortable. Mm. I love that. I used to do these inspired walks with my friend, Danny, who Danny Reeve, she's been on the podcast before uh, around London as well. And we'd always end up in really magical places. And she loves to do that. It was her inspiration. And yeah, I I should really do (laughs) some more of that around Sydney. You've given me some new ideas there. Um so okay with the, the with travel with um your inner voice I'd love to know just, I'm sure people will be curious how do you know when it's your inner voice versus your mind I know that you've done inner voice facilitated training and you're an inner voice coach before that but how do you like to explain um how you can tell the difference Um I love to be surprised by my
1: inner voice Ooh. so When I'm tuning in and I ask a question and it's something that I wasn't expecting, that's a really good um, sign to me that I'm definitely hearing from my inner voice rather than the mind. Um, Something that the mind, and I know a, a great just lively trick is to say in one word and I will like guide my inner voice that please give me one word Mm -hmm. answer to this in because that's more difficult for the mind mind's a bit rambly (laughs) um so else uh yeah I love to be surprised I like to try to get one word answers um and also just the feeling in the body I really tune into that when I'm asking myself questions that I want to hear from my inner voice about because focusing on um just Breathing into the body and then asking the question and noticing the like sensations that come up um, so that the mind can't really um, talk over them. The mm-hmm. sensations are, are my clue that it's kind of like a full body um, conversation rather than just
0: coming from the mind. Mm. oh that's beautiful and also you're a manifesting generator i always love to tell everybody what everyone's human design type is is your inner authority remind me it's it's sacral response right or is it emotional emotional it's emotional so you're you need to really be tuned into your body like i do (laughs) yes Yes. have to wait for the up and down
1: emotions to pass (laughs) and get to that neutrality
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. So, really tuning into your body is so important for that. Um, oh, that's great. I love hearing your take on that and about being surprised. I think that it's um, that can be kind of tricky for some people because that it's living in the unknown, right? Especially when we think about the inner voice leading us to places that are a surprise, the mind is definitely going to be there and be present. Um, what helps you to really just deal with that when you've got the mind really loud and the inner voice uh, clearly giving you guidance that goes against what the mind is saying?
1: Mm, um, it's a great question and I want to answer that, but I also just want to add for emotional authority, I think it's really, if anyone has emotional authority, it's really important, I think, to just give yourself the space and the time because mm-hmm. a lot of people will like, for anyone who has a sacral, um, authority and gets that kind of instant response, like gut reaction, even if I'm looking at a menu in a restaurant, um, I will, and it actually helps to say it out loud. If you're a manifesting generator to like, say the the options out loud, if you're with someone, um, or I'll say it in my head, (laughs) um, and then say the option like spaghetti bolognese and see what kind of, Full, full, full tune into your body and see what reaction it has but to give yourself that space and not expect yourself to be able to make a decision immediately as soon as it's been given mm. to you I think that that's so important for people who have emotional authority because I think I used to feel like that was um uh something that I should be able to do that should yeah. again um that it you know being able to make a decision quickly um was was uh, something to strive for but i think if you have that emotional authority just giving yourself that compassion and kindness to um give yourself that space uh is really helpful and to tune into your inner voice give yourself more time to just really tune in <laughs> and let the not let the emotions kind of block that um and i'd like i like to ask questions that are not yes or no answers um i think that that helps too to kind of the mind can be very quick to jump in with yes or no, whereas you're giving yourself a bit more time if it has to, if you're looking for something that's um, a bit more um, nuanced than yes or no.
0: Mm,
1: that's <laughs> um, so great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when my mind is really not in alignment with what my inner voice is telling me to, uh, is guiding me towards, I would say, um just spending more time in my inner voice about it. And I also like to ask my inner voice, why? So if I get an answer that my mind is really resisting, I like to say, okay, inner voice, why this? Because that helps to soothe the mind. If I've gotten the details of why from the inner voice, then it's it kind of gives more. Whereas if you just get the answer and your mind goes no, and then you're just kind of stuck going, okay, okay. <laughs> my mind, I'm, you know, just feeling that resistance, instead, go back down to the inner voice and ask why and ask more questions. And I think that really helps.
0: Mm, yes, always more questions. That's what I've noticed within myself is that, uh, you know, my mind's very quick to cut off the dialogue. <laughs> and there's always so many more questions to ask. And actually, after doing the squad leader with inner voice facilitator training and having really amazing questions asked of the uh, beautiful women in my squad about like what I'm doing, I realized like that is it. I'm just digging in like really deeply and questioning absolutely everything. But I like to do it from a place of, uh, and I only just had this insight today as I I was sending a voice message to, to everybody in the squad It's conscious communication. So what we do as humans is we hear responses from people, like I'm thinking about other people, our relationships, and we just assume that what they're speaking about in the words that that person has used is exactly as we understand it. But we there is so many possibilities here. And so rather than asking people and just being curious to really try and understand the person we're communicating to, like, or what do you mean by that? You know, and like those simple questions, it's, we, we have these like half conversations where we're not actually meeting each other in full presence. So I realized that, we're communicating to our inner voice as well it's about conscious communication what do you mean by that word you've used inner voice and have i understood this correctly and really when you do that like in any conversation there's so much we can get out of the the conversation just from a very small like a, a little bit but we don't do that and i think it's because People don't want to look, feel like they don't understand what someone's saying. Like they don't want to be feel rude, or they, um, or you want to, you you don't want to be vulnerable. But by asking, it provides just a much deeper conversation to be had. Absolutely, it
1: really opens the energy of being um, more available to just kind of feeling more open, rather than waiting to hear something. That just like you put up a wall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. And we're just going to leave it there. Whereas o- opening the energy by asking what someone means by a word that they've used, I think it's just a more um, open, open way of communicating, which is beautiful.
0: Yeah. Opening the energy. I love the way that you've just, you've, yeah, hooked that in. That's really cool. And, um, and I wanted to just make a comment on what you'd said about being an emotional manifesting generator and your ideas there about saying it out loud. I, I haven't been doing that and I feel like that will be really helpful for me to play with as well. Um, and, also the space. So what's so interesting is manifesting generators and generators is that we want to rush through everything in life because we've got the energy, but our strategy is actually to like lean back and allow things to come to us, which is really hard for us to do. And so being that emotional authority, we have to wait for clarity again on top of all of that. So it makes so much sense the way that you've explained that, that yeah, what we actually need to do is just give ourselves a lot more space when it comes to decision-making. And, um, and that's something I've been practicing since I had a really amazing human design reading with Tim Brainard, who's been on the podcast before. And he told me, you just wait and then wait again. (laughs) And I, and so I really practiced that and it's hard, but you're right, I always wanted to have that initial gut response but it's just not my inner authority either and clarity does come with time. It does. And it. Um,
1: speaking out the manifestor part of the manifesting generator, speaking things into existence, um, I find saying, and I had a, a wonderful human design reading with a, a woman named Catherine weller and she's incredible and she was saying if you say something as a manifesting generator and then feel how is that feel if it's true or not mm. because you're, you're you're kind of testing the manifesting <laughs> you're kind of saying um you know I'm gonna go for a walk now um and if it, even if it's in your mind it's more it's kind of like putting that potential out and then seeing how rest of you responds that if it lights up the generator part of you or if not so it's um yeah a good little tip that she gave me
0: that's cool I love that I'll definitely be playing around with that um yeah that's that's so awesome I love everything to do with human design and it's just so fun to talk to other someone who's got the same inner authority and energy type So I would love to know: Is there anything else about uh, being a digital nomad or travel or house sitting that you think would be really helpful for anyone who is who would love to have that sort of lifestyle, but maybe feels a little bit scared about um, trying? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's becoming so
1: much more possible for people. COVID has done amazing things to. Create so many more remote jobs for companies to close down their offices and people to be working from home. So, mm. if someone has um, always kind of wanted to be a digital nomad or travel more and didn't think it was possible with their current job and now they're working from home, if you're working from home, you can work from anywhere with mm-hmm. Wi Fi. Um, it's really been uh, an incredible change in the last. 10 years as Wi-Fi has gotten to even more places and, and stronger and more capable that um, as if when I'm looking for house sets, my, the kind of one absolute requirement is that they have broadband Wi-Fi <laughs> <laughs> um, and a good connection. And then, you know, I'm good to go. I can do my work um, on my laptop, wherever there's good Wi-Fi, if it's in the mountains in Ireland or, <laughs> you know, in the city center. So it's, um, it's really possible. And I feel that really, if fear is holding someone back from taking that step, your inner voice is your guidance system, is your best friend, is the best thing that you can tune into. I mean, you can listen to people like me who are doing it say um, that it's great and we recommend it and we and it's working. Um, and I've, I'm going on almost three years now, um, mm-hmm. remote, <laughs> digital, nomad lifestyle. Um, but I think if you can hear it from inside yourself, that's the most powerful thing. If you can check in with your inner voice and if your inner voice is guiding you to take that step, to t- and you can start small, don't feel like you need to, like I did book a one-way flight to London. It's not, um, it doesn't have to be that extreme. And I know a lot of people that um, there's great companies. I'm a member of Wi-Fi Tribe where they will organize four or six week um, trips where people go and co-work from Mexico or Costa Rica or um, Spain. And so it's a great way to test it out and you'd be with other people who are also co-working. So something that I think people, some people um, may not see at first is that when you're used to going on a holiday, when people, you're going sightseeing during the day and, and, um, and trying to really experience the place in a short amount of time, it's very different than, Working as a digital nomad in these places Mm -hmm. because you're still working your work day and then you know going out and seeing things as well But you're um, I've had this where friends have come and visited me and they're on holiday and I'm still working (laughs) So it's just about like, you know being um, Open in that communication of this is what you're looking to do for these few days You're on pure holiday and I'm want to join in on some things, but I'm also this is part of my work day so um, yeah, so when you're taking those first steps, I think that's an, um, a good thing to to have in mind. And um, so, testing things like that, like going on these where other people are co working, then you're all in a similar mindset. You all know you have to have your work day and then do weekend adventures and weekend trips, um, and also get to really soak in the, um, the place where you are. I kind of enjoy. Um, that, that kind of six week or two week length of time or two month length of time because you ha- know you have a limited amount of time and that makes you really explore the place you are because you know that you're moving on somewhere else to be um, exploring there because I think you when you have an unlim- think you have an unlimited amount of time you keep putting it off you keep putting off going to that on that hike um by the, on the, along the coast or things like that, you'll think, oh, the weather will be better. I'll wait a few weeks or something. Whereas when you only have that four or six weeks, um, you just do it anyway. And it turns out to be, usually, if you're listening to your inner voice, it will be a great experience anyway. Mm. (laughs) But it really encourages you to tune into your inner voice when you have a limited amount of time to explore that place. Um, So those companies can be great if you're just dipping your toe in, Wi-Fi Tribe. I highly recommend and they, yeah, can go everywhere. And also it means they have advice for like visas and stuff like that. Um, But it's also quite, um, all that information is readily available if you want to, you know, book an Airbnb in Mexico for a month and get the visa
0: and um, just test it out, test it out and see how it goes. Hmm, that's so exciting. My body feels very excited talking about this. I'm just an innate traveler. Love it. So cool. Thank you so much. That's so, so many amazing tips there. And I'm sure everyone's found that super valuable. I would love to know now a little bit about your business journey so far. So I'd love to know if there's anything you'd love to share about, like a top lesson or a top highlight, anything that you think would be, yeah, of value to all of our business owners who are listening or aspiring business owners who are listening to to the episode now. Um,
1: I think a top lesson on my business journey would probably be I had a um, invested in several courses and wonderful courses and had um done some um in creating a business in um in getting it off the ground and just all these kind of topics and it wasn't really until well (laughs) during lockdown (laughs) um i have been working as a virtual assistant for a few years um and during lockdown um reevaluating things and if i wanted to um continue on the virtual assistant path and expand my clients or um, my uh, or find something that I think was more aligned and more um, heart centered. Mm -hmm. And so I joined this group program that was about building. um, I think it was marketed as a side, start a side hustle or build a a new online project. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we met. Four times a no, three times a week for four weeks uh, for a few hours. Um, I think there were maybe ten of us in like Zoom meetings. Mm. Um, so it was like a group coaching um, program. Um, and by the end of it, I had started this new business and was working <laughs> on my website and had beautiful networking opportunities with the other people who were building their businesses and inspiration of watching everyone go through this. So. Um, I think around that time when that program was finishing is when I joined the mistress mind Mm. and I've really found the group coaching or just, I think the accountability is the most important. So even just coaching one-on-one is that when I would do these courses, this is my lesson is everyone's different. So maybe other people don't, um, the accountability isn't as big of a factor, but for me, my lesson was I found that accountability really changed the way that I um, got things done, the way that I was, you know, being inspired and focused and going on to the next step um, at a totally different. I think it had been two years ago I did my first like big online business course, and nothing had really. Mm. Um, uh, I hadn't taken the steps. I hadn't felt that focus of, I hadn't found the thing that was the heart centered business idea, mm-hmm. um, was the thing. And so inner voice, and that was right at the start of my inner voice journey. I was just learning about it. So then when I went and did this kind of group business, um, course, um, month long thing that when we started doing the, um, ideation of what business we wanted to work on inner voice was the obvious answer to me that hadn't been there for me before and it was obvious but there was still a lot of mind fear about um, my capability and confidence in being able to be an inner voice facilitator for other people but knowing that actually if I could do anything if that was the one thing that I was focusing on um, that I wanted to help people with it was it was helping other people find this magical source of wisdom inside themselves and feeling that connection Um, and it it, in a time when we were all in lockdown and a lot of people who might be living on their own felt alone um, I found it really um, really beneficial to be able to tune into my inner voice I never felt alone. I always had this kind of connection, inner source of wisdom about what was happening in the world, about, you know, not being able to make plans. It -hmm. was really um, such uh, a blessing to have during that time. And I just wanted to share it with as many people as I could and help people develop that connection. So um, it was all it's all about divine timing and things coming in at the exact right time. and so, yeah, that but that was a big lesson for me is accountability. And also, um, a challenge for me in the beginning was a website. So, if anyone who started an online business knows, <laughs> you, it's good to have a website. And I had a lot of mindset things about not being tech, no, having no idea, no knowledge about um, building a website or anything like that. Um, and so, having a group of people who were also working on that, who were also Going through those things um, and who were so supportive and uh, encouraging, I think, was a big part of, of how that um, helped me get through that and
0: become a highlight of uh, being able to launch my website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that accountability is so important. And I think especially, well, actually, no, it's important at all stages of the business journey. But when you are like starting something for the first time, it's like, especially a business or any other creative project, the only person who loses out, although this isn't really true, but this is what we see only person who loses out is ourselves so it's easy to be like well I'll just keep I just won't do it I'll I'll put that off I'll put that off Um, and especially if we're an obliger to um, expectancy in terms of one of our primary expectancies where we put other people's expectations above our own it's really hard to motivate made our, motivate ourselves to step out of our comfort zone, try something totally new and that feels super duper unknown and that we don't see a lot of other people doing. So I love to really describe that accountability, like what happens no matter what space you ever enter in, like whether it's a group or a course or, um, or a mastermind or one-to-one coaching or whatever it is, is that the space is held for you to step into whatever that vision is for yourself. So every time you come back into that space, it just energetically taps you back in to that vision. So even if you go away from the space and you don't do anything and life just, you know, hashtag life just goes on and gets in the way, you'll always have this space that's held for you to go back to and that is really transformative in helping you to move forward. But I also love how you mentioned divine timing because when you described your story, my first thought was it's just your idea just wasn't ready yet. And I think so many of us feel the rush to have to do everything right now. And if someone does have an idea and it's, it's mindset that's stopping them, I, I do want to give those people a push, you know, like, let's do it. Let's keep, let's go. But when sometimes we we're allowed to have space, you know, we're allowed to have space to allow it to happen. It doesn't matter if you don't take that step immediately, there will be a moment where it's like, okay, now is the right time. And then usually there'll be something, especially if you're following it in a voice, there will be something, uh, there'll be a reason why it happened at that particular moment for you. So that's a beautiful um, part of your journey to share. Thank you so much for sharing that. And also about the tech, the tech issues. I think that's um, one that a lot of people have and I certainly did as well. I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do all of this? I don't have any tech experience, but you know, I've taught myself <laughs> everything and it's pretty amazing when you have another skill that you can um, use to express yourself and, and share your work.
1: And it feels so good once you've, um, once you've launched it and you're like, oh, I can do this. It was something that I was so afraid of and it becomes just another skill that you have. Um, and yeah, to, I mean, even tuning into my inner voice on, you know, is this ready to launch? Is now a good time? All those things are such a good, um, a good skill, a good resource to have as you're going through those processes.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. It's a gift for yourself. Um, so I'd also love to know about the Mistress Mine. Let us know a little bit about how the Mistress Mine has supported you and any top moments that you want to share, uh, Anything that comes through for you today? Um, probably the top moment was
1: when I was going through building my website because it was such a supportive, it's such a supportive group, um, and you know, sharing it with everyone and getting feedback was just a beautiful um resource to have at that time when you're going through that um process of uh figuring out these kinks and and not knowing (laughs) anything about what you're doing (laughs) um at first and so I think being able to launch it and got beautiful feedback um and just the energy of the group um Mm -hmm. the inspiring women uh that are in the group the energy of of everything that everyone is working on and doing, and being so supportive of each other, I just really appreciate the regular check-ins. Like, so it's kind of that accountability factor again. Of okay, we're getting together um, next week and what we're working on, and then just coming in and not even um, just what you've been working on, but what everyone else has been working on. It's just wonderful energy to be in um, on a regular basis.
0: Mm, Yeah, and it's pretty amazing when you think of each person with their business creating things over two weeks and then seeing how as a community and as a collective, just what impact we have when we come together, inspiring one another, keeping everyone like connected to their vision. It's so there's so much abundance and that's, you know, abundance begets more abundance. That's just what happens. So, yeah, I love that you mentioned that the community is so important for us along our business journeys. Absolutely. I think it's been so helpful
1: um and even you know people on very different places in their journey. It's just inspiring to see people who are you know several steps ahead of you, even if um you're not there yet. It's just the being able to see what's happening and what's possible, and also just um, the networking opportunities of all these beautiful women in business. Um, it's been, yeah, I think it's been a very helpful, uh, part of my last six months.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we have absolutely loved having you in the mistress mind. You've been a beautiful, um, your energy there has just been so wonderful every fortnight. And I know I keep saying fortnight and I know a lot of people don't know what that is. It's every two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, Marae, it's been so beautiful getting to know you and just, I love, um, I love your commitment to your inner voice. And to really putting yourself out there so quickly, like, as you said, you were at the earlier stages of launching your website and, and your Facebook group and all of these amazing things, but you were like the first one to just get out there and do it, which is pretty amazing. You, I remember you were just like, that's my strategy. I'm going to get out there immediately before my mind gets in and just do it. And that was really inspiring for absolutely everyone to see you take that lead
1: thank you that's um really really kind of you to say and i just appreciated your support in all of those moments so much you are a magical beautiful leader of the mistress mind that has really the every and meeting that we have the energy the opening of the space is just such a um, a magical part of that group
0: Mm, thank you so much lovely lady Well, it's been so wonderful to chat with you today and talk more about house sitting and being a digital nomad and travel and connecting with your inner voice and decision-making and all of the beautiful things. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your energy with all of us. And again, a big thank you for joining us in The Mistress Mind.
1: Thank you, Letitia, for having me. And I've so enjoyed this chat. Every time I talk to you, you have such great insights, such beautiful tips of wisdom, and it's been so much fun. Thank you.
0: My pleasure. Actually, I have one last question. How do we connect with you? (laughs) How do we stay connected? (laughs) Well, uh, the website that we've talked about I've been working on.
1: MaraidKennedy.com to keep it simple.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you so much. Lovely lady. Thank you. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful conversation with Maraid, and I hope you're feeling super inspired to travel, to move forward on your beautiful businesses, to work with your inner voice. Ah, oh, the power of conversation. Hey, everyone. Like, Hearing the stories of other people in the world is so inspiring. And I think what we really need to understand is often we hear stories from other people and we think, well, it's possible for them, but it's not possible for me. But I want you to see by sharing the stories of the incredible women that I just have the absolute pleasure of working with and supporting that this is possible for every single one of you. No matter where you're up to on your journey of life, no matter where you are in this moment right now, you can create whatever it is you desire. Let me say it again. You can create whatever it is you desire. You just got to ask for it. You've got to be willing to say, this is what I want. And I'm going to ask for support to create this in my life. It doesn't need to be something that's super hard that you go out and you hustle for, right? The hustling, if anything, just comes through that process of allowing yourself to ask and believe. And then once you ask, you can let it go and allow the universe to surprise you. And then once the surprise comes, the opportunity, which might be in the form of someone able to support you on the journey that you want, or it may be some other beautiful unfolding, you just got to be there to say yes, right? You got to be there to feel the fear and say yes anyway. So go for what it is that you want. And I want to remind you all that my end of year, create your beautiful year workbook is still available. It's available for you to sign up for if you would love to go through my annual end of year process, which by the way, you can do it any time of year. It's 31 self-inquiry exercises to help you discover and align with who you are today in this moment. I love doing this because I'm always surprised about what I learn about myself because we just don't bother to ask ourselves these questions regularly. And so in the course of just one year, when I come back and return to this process, I'm like, wow, I've just learned so much about myself. I've peeled, peeled back so many layers. And then it allows you also to really celebrate the year you've had. Do you know there are so many memories, learnings um, achievements creations experiences that we have throughout the course of one year that we just forget about and so we get to the end of the year and we're like oh I didn't really enjoy like it wasn't as amazing as I thought it was yeah it was kind of an average year but if you go back through and you unpack the year that you've had just by asking the right questions there is gold absolutely gold that every single one of us has experienced. So much abundance. So if you then come from that platform and perspective of abundance, just by looking at the year you've just had, and then from, from this perspective of alignment with yourself and awareness about who you are and abundance, you then set a vision, you set a pathway, a possible pathway, you set intentions, you might set some goals like you start to feel into the next 12 months from a place of alignment with who you are today. And it's not about then following the plan or executing the plan or anything like that. It's about stepping into the possibility of how your life can be the way that you want it to be right. And then you let go and you allow life to do its work and for everything to unfold in the most miraculous ways. If you would love that workbook, it's $99 go to LetitiaRange.com forward slash uh, workbook. It's something you can use again and again and again. And I have a really beautiful introduction in there, which gives you some, a really great um, perspective on how to approach this sort of exercise. And I'm going through it and I'd love for you to have this beautiful process that works for me every single year. And it means that I show up and have just the most beautiful inspiring years um, possible So it's there for you if you would like it and if you would love to apply to be in our 2021 Holistic Business Mistress Mind, applications are open. They're open for one week only and you need to book an application call with me if this is something that you feel is a fit for you. The Mistress Mind is a high-level mastermind for women in business who are ready to grow. So ideally, you have your business foundation in place and you've got an offer on the table, right? Something that you're offering and ideally, you've already started receiving money for that offer, making sales. Um, It depends on you and your personality as for whether this is a fit if you are at the earlier stage of your business journey. So it depends on like the training you've had, the experience you've had. Uh, And this is why we need to have an application call. However, if you're definitely making sales in your business and you're definitely further along in your business, and now you're ready to, you really want to create that pathway for you to have whatever financial success it is you desire. I say $100,000 and beyond because we can all have a $100,000 business. If that's something that we want, we've just got to ask for it. (laughs) And, um, And any of those really beautiful, big business goals, right? Like the writing the book, the speaking at events, the rolling out your group programs, the just creating more space in your business, right? To make it more sustainable and scalable, whatever it is, It's yours to create. And the mistress mind gives you a space to hold that vision for you to step up into. And then equally, you're going to have all the behind the scenes with me on how I run a multiple six figure business, right? In a way that is holistic, cyclical, conscious, sustainable, and allows me to thrive holistically across my life. This can be the business that you create for yourself too. So if you'd love to know more about working with me in the holistic business mistress mind, head to latisharange.com forward slash mistress mind book in your application call to have a chat. And if you want to find out about other opportunities and ways of working with me. So for instance, if you're at the very beginning of your business journey, if you want to have a validated offer on the table that starts making money, um, if you want to create that holistic business foundation for yourself, if you want support as you start making sales in your business, or if you want to grow and scale your business, you can also reach out to me and I will let you know how I can best support you. The best way to do that is to fill out my assessment form at latisharange.com forward slash assessment. I'll review all of your answers. I'll come back with you with the best way I have of supporting you. And then if appropriate, we'll organize a call to chat through it more or we'll get you set up so that we're working together and having you move forward in a beautiful, holistic, sustainable, cyclical, and conscious way on your amazing business too. All right, my beautiful friends, have a wonderful day and thank you once again to Mairead for coming on to the podcast and sharing her beautiful story and wisdom with us all. You can connect with both Mairead and I over on Instagram. You can find me at Letitia Ringe and you can find Mairead at M-A-I-R-E-A-D-S dot P-A-R-A-D-E. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and let us know your realizations and inspirations. We can't wait to hear from you. I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz you'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.